probably going to scratch at the door in two seconds. But anyway. Listeners, we have come to the end of this marathon saga that is the L word. That is until we do Gen Q. The end of the the road. road. Do you know what's funny? So uh, when I was at Wellesley, I was working with like 19, 20 year olds, obviously. And one of them mentioned end of the road. And it was like, it was just weird to it hear was- a young person having a relationship with boys to men when oh they were God, clearly but they like, to them like, they're like the Beatles. You know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, you weren't alive when this music was on, like when it was popular. But you're like, yeah, I keep listening to End of the Road. Oh, like the stylistics, actually. It's more like 70s, head. like yeah, punk and R&B for us. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's all right. It's Maybe. okay. See? Baby it's D. all right. It's okay. Welcome to this one. <laughs> it's a very sing-songy episode. Uh, we're doing a back-to-back recording. So we just recorded episode 20 about the L Word season five. So we might be a little loopy because we tend to get a little bit loopy at the end of our episodes. But you know what? The L word got really fucking loopy (laughs) at the end of the season. So it's appropriate. And at the end of the series in general. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the series. Like season six. What? 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 What What are you doing? What? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, Before we talk L word final season award og final season i just wanted to mention again to our listeners that we are on patreon if you want to throw us a few dollars a month you can subscribe to us on patreon it's patreon.com slash pop junction and uh, there's all sorts of merch there i also plan on releasing some outtakes so some very silly goofball funny tangents that did not make it into our episodes will be released only to our subscribers on patreon there you have it there you have it so season six like you were not kidding when you said like the show goes way off the fucking rails in season six the whole tone of the (laughs) show sorry i just wanted to shock you the way way they (laughs) shock you at the beginning of season six. Well, mission fucking one. accomplished. Mission fucking accomplished. What the fuck was that? <laughs> That's exactly what we were asking ourselves, listeners. What the fuck? What the fuck? I literally, like, after the the season six finale ended, I said out loud to no one in my room, what the fuck just happened? Are you uh, fucking kidding me? Uh, that's an iconic scene. We'll definitely have to come back to. It's so iconic. At the end, because it's so fucking cheap. To, the, to your wild. point around the camp and how they were like it's leaning campy. in. It's campy. It's campy as hell. Yeah, we'll get there. It's campy. Yeah. It's so campy. Frank, it's campy. Campy. Yeah. So the whole tone of this season is wildly different than the other seasons. It's like a whodunit mystery kind of thing. Because we open with Jenny Schechter's death. She's found face yeah. down in the pool at Bettentina's house, right? Yes. And um, none other than Lucy fucking Lawless is investigating the murder. Oh, murder, death, whatever. The death, it is not, not the death, not the murder, murder yet. but yeah. Mm-hmm. But clearly, like, the premise of the entire season 
is that it was a murder. And the way that the season plays out, we're sort of set up to, quote, believe that any single person could plausibly be the murderer of Jenny because everyone is mad at Jenny. But like, in my mind, like most of these are not plausible reasons to murder a bitch. (laughs) First of all, none of these people have murderous tendencies except for maybe Jenny, you know? Um, That's a good point. You don't learn who presumably is responsible for Jenny's death until you watch Generation Q, where they answer that question. Which I've already spoiled myself for. Yeah. And apparently, so first of all, spoiler alert, you don't learn who killed Jenny. Like the whole point of the season is like, who killed Jenny? They don't tell you. they don't tell you. And they don't fucking tell you. They don't. Um, However, I had theories based on that iconic final shot. I had theories. I had like major theories. What are your Um, theories? Do we first well back this up a little bit more? Because I want to hear these theories. I mean, I know they're not true now because doesn't matter. The creator of the show debunked them. It doesn't matter. Well, okay. So first, it doesn't matter. Sorry. (laughs) Are you quoting that song with yeah? The rock. (laughs) It doesn't matter. That song is so ridiculous. Anyway, I did love that album though. So. It was revealed in Gen Q that Jenny's death was deemed a suicide, correct? Correct. To which Mia Kirshner had all sorts of shit to say on Twitter. She was very upset. Oh. She was ah. very upset about it. She was like, Jen- she was like, I'm speaking on behalf of all sexual abuse survivors. Like, you know, that does not mean that, that you will automatically have suicidal ideation. And she just like went off. She so was Jenny like defending she died the character. Someone killed her to this day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she was yeah, told someone she- did kill her. <laughs> yeah, my. So okay. So the final. So bleh. the finale. Well, is it throughout the season that they're questioning people, or is it just in the finale? It's just in the finale. It's no, right? throughout the whole season. It's throughout the whole season. Yeah. So they question literally everybody in the show, um, yielding nothing, and the final shot of the finale is all the main characters having been questioned exiting the police station in slow-mo walking towards the camera in this glam lighting and the theme song is like like an instrumental version of the theme song is playing underneath it and they're just like walking towards the camera with their hair blowing glamorously and they're just sort of like sharing these little smiles and stuff yep yeah and i had sort of gleaned from that 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 it was a murder and that they were all covering that they all had agreed to cover for whoever the murderer so, was so it's interesting that you thought they were leaving the station i thought they were arriving at the station oh maybe but, but i had the same maybe. conspiratorial feeling of like the way they're all kind of coyly, like, smiling at the cameras, yeah. like, we're about to go in there and, like, l- like line our stories up and protect right. each other. That's what we do. Right. We will not. And that do does actually make for, like, a somewhat interesting ending. Yeah. If that's the case, even if we don't learn, like, who it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sort of implies, like, they're all culpable because they're all covering. You but know? here's how you know it was, like, not fully baked. Because they, right. talked to, they, they spoke to Eileen... Shaken? 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 Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Okay. (laughs) Um, Eileen Shaken Bacon. They spoke to Eileen, and 
she basically didn't think this through right is my understanding right like she it's like the creators her, her, of the way she, the, like she wanted like she was clear that she wanted jenny to die but her reasoning was like jenny brought us into this world so jenny's gonna take us out of it which is like mm. jenny's arrival is what brought us into this right. world world and then like this chapter must close like we're not seeing it through jenny's eyes anymore because she's dead i'm mm. like you thought that was cute i bet you like patted yourself on the back when you like thought that that was like a cute thing but then you yeah. didn't make any of it stick, bro. Like, right. none of it made any fucking sense. Like, right. no. None of these women have any, have shown any signs of aggression. No. Ever. <laughs> With the exception of maybe, like, Bet in the finale. Like, in that moment, I was, I was like, oh, Bet might kill her. <laughs> bet True. Like, of the people, of the people who could have killed her, like, Bet is clearly, like, the most possible like, killer. Do anything to protect because my even, we saw what she would do to get Angie into preschool. Like, yeah. you know, she's like, could you be She also kidnapped a baby. <laughs> she kidnapped a baby. Like, that is is a felon, basically, already. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Bet is a felon, so mm-hmm. she could do it. But nobody else. Yeah. The other thing that that debunks my former theory that they were all, like, protecting each other is that in that final glam shot of everybody, Jenny appears, too. Isn't she, um, like, the last person that appeared? Then I was like, what the fuck is happening? Are we in heaven? Like, what's happening? <laughs> it reminds me of, like, the end of Lost, which we won't, which we yes. won't, we <laughs> won't ever. We, I guess at some point we have to treat oh, Lost we're gonna on the do pod. It. We're going to do Lost on the That's going to be pod. draining as fuck, though. I mean, we don't have to necessarily do the whole thing. I would love to rewatch all of it at some point. Well, I just mean, even to do a season is, like... It's draining. To do all well, the we tangential... Don't... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't have to you know, do, just, like, okay. if we do it, we should just keep it to, like, what happens on the island. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I love, of course, I love, like, the Chan Chan the Chan 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 The Chan 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 I love the Chan Chan I can't say that word. Yeah. I love the flashbackwards, flashforwards, like all the stuff that we learn about everybody's lives, like off the island. But I just think it would be too much to cover just because it's a huge ensemble and everybody has like wildly different lives, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, but back to the L word. So yeah, half baked, quarter baked. Half baked, like the movie. <sighs> Bad news. This whole season Bad was just bears. like wowie kazowie. Any- Highlights for you besides oh this trip, ro- tr- what's the word I'm looking for? for? I'm looking for a road that has oceous <laughs> at the end. Atrocious. Atrocious. <laughs> atrocious. Not ferocious. Atrocious. Not ferocious. Just atrocious. Um, besides this atrocious murder narrative, are there other highlights? So, Elizabeth Berkeley. Okay. <laughs> I'm her so scared. Was lovely. Yeah. I just enjoyed her appearing. I did enjoy Kit's love storyline with Sonny Benson, the drag queen. I enjoyed him a great deal. Uh, yes, that was a highlight. I did enjoy, like, even though it was cold-blooded, mm-hmm. I enjoyed. So what we didn't really talk about was that at the end of season five, Shane sleeps with Nikki. Nikki, like, Nikki, Nikki. Thoroughly betraying Jenny. Um, And so Jenny like hates the both of them like shuns the both of them basically like shuns shane from the house which i'm also like you both live there like you can't do that and 
Shane is like just so loving and respectful of her feelings that she's just like, I'm just gonna, you know, take my stuff in a trash bag or like right. paper bag and like yeah. and try to win her back. Yeah. Um, so Jenny does not forgive Shane at first, but she invites Nikki over under the guise of like, let's talk and quote, like makes up with her and then they have sex. And Nikki's so happy because Nikki's like, oh, we're in love and this is going to work out. <laughs> and Jenny's like, nah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the quote down. They're laying in bed like post-coitus. And Jenny says, Jenny holds her, her face and she goes, you didn't break my heart. You're nothing but a self-absorbed, self-indulgent little brat. <laughs> Jenny. But, and and Jenny, Jenny's the worst and it was horrible. But I love to see it <laughs> because you... Nikki needed to hear that because she is because she is. What did you make of then Jenny and Shane Ugh. taking a go at having a relationship? Together? So it's weird because I think I was I think I was a pseudo spoiled for that whole thing. I also just like got a sense. I got a vibe in season five. I was like, I have a feeling this is where they're going to go and I don't like it. But also I'm morbidly fascinated by it you know what Mm. i mean i mean i think like everything in season six it's like totally half-baked and like not necessarily in line with who the characters are Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's kind of like just thrown in you know Mm -hmm. it's like oh surprise jenny's been in love with shane all along like what no um exactly yeah like no there's no support flimsy support flimsy evidence (laughs) say it jd say it you say that, Penn Law. Yeah, all that. However, um, I mean, it's interesting to me how, like, by this point in the series, Shane is probably the only character on the show who is actually, like, on good terms with Jenny, right? That should be a clue to Shane. Exactly. Wake up, girl. <laughs> right. And listening to her try to be neutral while her friends are all coming to her, being like, what Jenny's are you doing? Her, lost her marbles. Like, yeah. get away. Yeah. And Shane's like, there's both sides. And I'm like, no. I'm like, oh my God. No. Highlights of the season. Shane, there's a meta moment. And I feel like, I feel like, um, Catherine Monig was probably just hyper aware of how, like, off the rails the season went. And I fully feel like she threw this in just as, like, an improv. But, um, so I don't know. I think maybe Alice asks her, like, she's going to work one day. And Alice is like, oh, what are you doing? Or Jenny is like, oh, where are you going? And she says, I'm doing Eric Mabius's hair. Mabius's <laughs> hair. And I laughed so hard. Like, isn't that the funniest thing? Because he plays that. Yeah. Because he plays Tim. Uh, Tim, Jenny's lesbian um, ex boyfriend. Lesbian lover. Or, well, red hot lover. <laughs> okay. But so, <laughs> yes. And I forgot what I was going to say. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, everything about Shane and. Jenny together is like gross. Gross. And I, but I do love, I do love that everybody on the show thinks it's gross and is like retching every time they see (laughs) Because it's gross. They're like, Shane and Jenny, Shane and Jenny. Yeah. (laughs) Like, not, was not necessary. So we have been having this conversation over the last several episodes about whether or not the transphobia we are experiencing secondhand watching this show is Mm -hmm. like, purposeful mm. to prove a point mm. or actually just a sign of the times a la prince of like ignorance 
on everyone's part, including the writers. Mm -hmm. And so they write into this otherwise really beautiful relationship between Max and what's his name? Tom. Tom. Um, uh, Max becoming pregnant. Such a bad choice. Um, And she decides, or sorry, he decides to carry the baby to term. Mm Mm-hmm. But with a lot of uh, ambivalence about that. Trip. Yeah. And. And a lot of body dysmorphia. A lot of body dysmorphia. And then you layer on honoring. top of it. You layer on top of it, which was like so offensive. And I was like, this can't, this is not serving, like this, this is not serve anyone. Mm. Like, so they throw her. Oh, I gotta keep misgendering her. <laughs> um, they throw Max a baby shower where Jenny proceeds to like talk in detail about like oh the my God. wonder of creation of like the, you know the miracle of life and how like Max should be grateful that his body is like going through this journey because it's like what his body and is like clearly meant to just do. like poking him you know what I mean it was She's so trying it's to, like, so wild it's like because yeah. he it's like and then fine. and then Jen- oh no did you say this already that Jenny was like. Jenny's like misgendering him while she's yeah. like going off yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's like all bad. It was just like, what is happening? And there's um, just, there's so much. Um, I noted that there was a lot of othering in the way that the camera treats Max in general, but especially in this season, just like the way that he shot, like his pregnant body is like very, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't know any other way to say it other than that it feels like othering, you know. And it feels, um, here's why I think it is a choice and a bad one. Mm. It came up when Alice was also dating Lisa, um, Devin Gummersall's character. Yes. Because there was this dialogue around, and I I guess early on in um, Max's transformation, like Jenny's making this point too of just like, you know, we recognize men in the world have more power than women and that that powers unfair and it seems like the show was making this point implicitly that like choosing to be a man in our current schematic is like disrespectful to women or in some way yeah yeah and i'm like okay. and I, I honestly i sadly i think that that sentiment is still alive and well totally yeah towards um trans men and it depends on how you wield that power. Like if you transform into your like honest, you know, your the identity that you feel like is your true identity. Yeah. And you then then wield this gender male heteronormative power. I mean, sure, yeah. like that's not helping the cause, dude. Like <laughs> don't do that, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't remember, I don't really know if we got enough of Max to know that that's like how he was planning to like show up in the world necessarily. No. I, I I mean I think quite the contrary. Like he yeah. he definitely champions his female coworker. Yeah. And gets and so, backstabbed by her, sadly. Yeah. So um, it was just such a shit show. It was like, it was so sloppy and insane. And um there's that scene. And you where know he there were no trans Tom. writers. Basically I think it's more the reflection, no, right? Absolutely like, this was not. like there was no there, this was like a LGBT hierarchy of like yeah. writing <laughs> where yeah. like trans voices were not considered. And not Glad, the media watchdog for everything queer, was like also probably not developed enough to be like, yeah, to be like, stop it, yeah, red flag. Well, Glad also needs to rebrand because they they're missing half the spectrum in their title. Word, ooh, 
Mia said that, smacked her lips, and then took a sip of her mm-hmm. wine, giving us the tea. Um, yeah, that yeah. scene, I just have to mention this. The scene where he and Tom get into that argument, I think it's at the hospital or after a doctor's appointment or something, and he punches Tom and calls him the F-slur. Yeah, it was all I bad. I was like, what? Like, what is happening? You know? Yeah. Ugh. It wasn't great. Bad news. Tom is so cute. Oh, my God. Tom is so fucking cute. Well, hot him. is, I guess, the word. He's, <laughs> he's hot. But he's also a hot cute. human. Um, um, I did enjoy Phyllis, because at this point in the season, I was just, like, embracing the crazy. I did enjoy Phyllis, like, fully also losing her marbles, because she asks Bet to resign and then hits on her. Do you remember that scene? And it's very brief, and it feels like it comes with, out of literal um, nowhere. This is before after she gets She with, gets back with um, Jane Lynch. Yeah. Gets after. So crazy. It came out of nowhere and it was like this very brief scene. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, what was the purpose Gross. of that? Gross. And then like, I think she moves in to like kiss Bet or something. And Bet like gets up like what? And Phyllis like fully like falls down. And then the scene is just over. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> Ugh. Shall we also talk about the stable relationship that becomes an uncomfortable love triangle in mm. Tasha, Alice, and Jamie. Jamie? I do like Jamie. Jamie is hot. However, yes. she fucks with my booze. Yeah. And so she's got to die. But then, they, but then they get back together. That's my, that's my thought. So, like, I thought that it was headed to, like, them becoming a thruple. That was my thought. But then it becomes clear that Jamie and Tasha are really the ones like harboring a major attraction to each other. And Alice just has this like heartbreaking moment of like letting Tasha go and just being like, you guys are attracted to each other. And like, you need to explore that, basically. I know. She says it with such disdain in her voice. She's like, you guys need to explore that. And I bet, you know, and then like when (laughs) she asks Tasha, like, if thinking is cheating and oh, yeah. Tasha's like, yes. And she's like, and I guess you, Jamie, like, I guess you must think that too. <laughs> like, you know, anyway. Um, because you think all the same things. Yeah. But then at the um, end of the Jamie's season. after and I hate her. So there's that. I, I, I also hold both of those things at the same time. Um, but then at the end of the season, after Jenny dies and they're all like sitting in the living room, like traumatized, um, Tasha comes in. And she says, and, and she's Alice. there for Alice. Yeah. And I feel like it's implied that they're. I know. But the, but the reason is unsatisfying because like when they're all at the planet or she bar now, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And they're having the like, who's going to pursue who? Like, should we give this space for you guys to explore conversation? Mm-hmm. Like the reason one of the reasons Alice gets upset is because she feels like Tasha's orienting to the relationship. Like it's the army and it's her mm-hmm. duty <laughs> to bring them back duty. to like be monogamous and it's Alice pushing her to be like, no, duty. like, I don't want you to like choose us out of a sense of duty and honor. Like I want you to choose us because it's what you want, which is what makes her say like, you need to explore this. Yeah. And I feel like, I was, but that's how, but that's how, that's how Tasha's hardwired. So when she chooses Alice at the end, I took it as like, she feels oh. like this is her duty. Oh, that's so dark. It and is so dark. You're right. But it's also how right. she, you know, they always say like being in a relationship long term. Whenever you ch- make long distance, not long long term relationships work, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Well said. I did cry yeah. when Tasha walked in. Oh, I did. Mm. It was like the one moment that I cried. 
she's back what i really love i think the reason why their relationship is so compelling is that leisha haley and rose rollins really like each other like you can tell that they like each other a lot yeah and that they have fan fan (laughs) what's fan it's a combination of sex and fun i don't know they have fun what i meant to say was fun Uh, okay oh my god yeah they're they're good they have good chemistry you can tell like what whenever they're in those scenes where they're like laying side by side in bed and talking to each other that they just they just enjoy each other a lot and they riff yeah that's really sweet um dare i say they were the best pairing on the show you dare dare you you dare you may dare like i feel like they want like i shipped them the hardest because it was just like it was just like the least drama most like compelling we're just good together and that's mm-hmm. why the, and that's why the six season six jamie shit felt like a conceit because i was like it what did. are you doing why can't they just be fucking happy like just let them be together let them be together like what the hell is this I'd be happy did you catch deputy doug witter in no? season six <gasps> Maybe did you i know? imagine that he was probably a, a small character that was supposed to have a few lines and they got cut so you see him, but it doesn't amount to anything. I was like, was that him? And then I looked it up and it was. And he had a, his character had a name. He was, an, he played an artist at the event where, um, was it the event where Jody? No, it was a different, it was a different thing. I think he played an artist at this event. After I watched this finale, <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole of like reading old reviews of when the finale first aired, which were really fun, which was in 2009 by the way. Um, and there was, there was a great review in Vulture that had a choice quote that I would like to read. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Like Jenny, the L word was, at any given moment, capricious, obnoxious, patronizing, <laughs> fabulous, Ouch. fun, sexy, non sequitur, overreaching, <laughs> underreaching, annoying, <laughs> and yes, unforgettable not one other character besides jenny embodied the whole character of the show wow Isn't that great oh uh, vulture hmm. that reminds me of that vulture review we <laughs> we read about malcolm and marie that was like scathing and i was like no one should ever have this job this is not a job like being a film critic is not a job. Is not a job. Like it's horrific, horribly boring to the world. I I d- I agree because I I did have that. I did do that for a little while out of grad I school. Remember. Yeah, granted, mine. I don't think that my reviews were scathing. Good, because you're they a were human. more like feminist. You know, <laughs> what are highlights for you? Any other highlights? I really enjoyed the little dance-a-thon thing. Um, oh, that was they, delightful. Where, um, the the, the thruple, the budding thruple mm-hmm. of Jamie, Alice, and Tasha did uh, Salt and Pepper. Oh my God, I totally forgot about that. How did I forget about Alice that? Because Alice was outstanding. Alice, like, um, they killed it, and I do not know why they, how they didn't win. I don't know how they didn't like, win. Me that was neither, atrocious. Bet and Tina. Whichever one of those. That. It was ridiculous. They fucking killed it. The shit was crazy. They had the door knocker earrings. They looked amazing. They were outstanding. Like Alice in particular, like could have been a biracial woman. Like I was just like, are you black? Do you have black in you? What's going on? <laughs> it was crazy. 
No, they they did look amazing. And they did an amazing job. They did. Other highlights. So the reason that Bet ostensibly wants to kill Jenny is because Elizabeth Berkeley, who Caitlin mentioned earlier was the highlight of the season for her, <laughs> comes over to Bet after um a gallery thing and makes a pass at Bet, which Bet r- refuses. But on the little tiny phones of t- 2009, um, what Jenny is able to capture is this deceiving image of, or deceiving video of um, uh, something falling, like mm. something fell. I can't remember. Glass or... I think, a, yeah, I think a glass broke. Glass broke or something. And so Bet reaches down. Yeah. Bet kneels Bet down. reaches down to like clean it up, but it creates this uh, misperception that um, she's going down on Elizabeth Berkeley. So ridiculous. And, you know, Jenny and her righteous indignation is just like, I just have to air, th- I have to let Tina know. I mean, what she's, what she, you're about to plan this cross country move and she doesn't know you're cheating on her. And she's such trash. Like, so ridiculous. She can't mind her own fucking business, but um, mind your business. that just like is a standout mm-hmm. for the season for me because it's like Elizabeth Berkeley, who once it once in Showgirls, really never again in anything except for the L word, like and the like, revival of Saved by the Bell. The she's in the revival, yeah, all on the, Apple TV. I think most of them are, yeah. I gotta go back and finish that. Um, everybody but- except for Tiffany Thiessen and um. Actually, Tiffany Thiessen, Lark Voorhees, and Dustin Tiffany Diamond. didn't come back. Uh, oh, and and obviously Screech. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Elizabeth Berkeley is like a tan goddess in this. Season. Yeah, yeah, she's stunning. She's like she looks great. Stunning. Yeah, in a way that like when Saved by the Bell OG aired, like I was kind of like just like whatever, Elizabeth. Like you're there. I did like I always in the Say by the Bell era, I did enjoy her statuesque vibes and her curly yeah, hair. No, I just she it's interesting because like I, I was trite in the sense, I guess, that like what she was meant to signal to us was like nerd. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Curly hair, which at the time I guess was like considered not sexy or something. I don't okay. even know. Like <laughs> you know, she was not coded as sexy in the same way that, that Kelly, Kelly Kapowski, Kapowski was. was. Which is why I love, but I did love her thing with Slater because Slater was just like, mama. he was always sexualizing her. Like, he was always like, hot mama. <laughs> and it was like funny because it was like, is she, is she hot mama? I don't know. But um, you root for that relationship anyway. But sure then do. fast forward, you know, two years after the end of Saved by the Bell, the original, not the new class and the forever spinoffs of that show. But um, then she's in Showgirls and she's like a dancer, an exotic <laughs> dancer. And having that wild pull sex scene, what's his face? Oh, I don't remember that, but I'm, I'm oh confusing it with um, Nev Campbell. There's like gymnastics in the pool, essentially. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I don't know. She's like doing I the vault know. on his dick like in the pool. <laughs> it's, it's gymna- It's like gymnastics. It's like oh, Cirque du Soleil. Elizabeth Berkeley, let us know. So, no, not like in a sex scene. <laughs> Like, not in a sexy way at all. It's, like, so weird. <laughs> well. I don't know how it's supposed Elizabeth to be Berkeley, sexy. <laughs> so 15 ridiculous. years later, 14 years later, we brought you back. We did. To the L word. 
And you can get it. And you were a tan goddess. <laughs> All I have to say. Yeah. Oh, we got to do our rankings. Rankings. Well, I think our rankings are going to be the same. You think so? I don't know. confident about this, but I guess I should write mine down. Hmm. I need a minute. I may, yeah, I may, I may need a swap at the last. No. No, I think I feel solid. I feel solid. Do you? I do. I'm ready. I'm right. ready. No, I'm ready to love you. Okay. All right, Mia Howard. In your <laughs> estimation, what is the worst season of The L Word? Does it need to be said? Six. Season six. Same. Second worst. Second worst for me. This is where it was like, eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's season one. Oh, wow. I can see more since we're starting to disagree. Please. So season one for me um, is A, PT, free Tasha. Uh-huh. <laughs> so but that's that. true of the first three seasons. Oh, I know. So you're get you're get you, you so get they're where all going to be going. loaded in right here. You get where this is going. Um, so it's, it's like, Tasha centric. It's, it's PT. So it's pre Tasha. Um, um, you know, I just I just have you in my ear talking about all those crazy campy, uh, like intros to episodes that were just like not playing oh, well to you. Right. So like, I forgot just, about hadn't that. Hit, hadn't hit its stride yet, mm. which I, was a point that was well taken. For me, Marina and Jenny was definitely a highlight of that season. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like the arcs of the relationships I cared to, I cared about the most were developed in later seasons. So mm-hmm. it wasn't that like season one was bad. I mean, obviously when I first saw it, it made me keep going. But relative mm-hmm. to other seasons, there were like relationships I cared about that were developed more later on mm-hmm. in the series. Okay. My second worst season is season two because... Um, it didn't feel like there was, well, we, we, when we talked about it, we both agreed that it felt like a filler season. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't have a, you know, an essence, if that makes sense. To me, it didn't. Yeah. So it feels forgettable to me. Ouch. Ouchies. Well, for me, it ranked as number four. Oh, okay. Because relationships I cared about were starting to get developed. So that's the beginning of Alice and Dana. Alice and Dana. Yeah. That's the beginning or, or the beginning and the end. Well, it's just the beginning of Shane and Carmen. I guess those are the two that I really cared about. Um, and so for those reasons, like, namely Carmen. Mm. Carmen Pico Rosales is her name. I may have butchered it. Carmen um, de, uh, de Pico Morales or like. Pico de Morales. No, de Pico Morales. Yeah. 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 She's in it. Sure. And for, that, for that reason, my number four. My number four is season five. Mm. Because of all the Jenny insanity, it was really, really, like, incredibly hard to watch. Just all the filmmaking shenanigans. And she gives artists okay. a bad name. Also, okay. the camp factor was, like, significantly upped. And I feel like this is, season five was where the, sort of set the foundation of for the show really, really going off the rails in season six. It's true. Yeah. So we we likely have the same number one season, but then my two and three are flipped. So season three for me was in my was my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, season three is a really good season, and mm-hmm. um, ultimately it was in my top. It didn't. It wasn't higher than number three. Um, just because like Dana dying was a bummer. 
was yeah. like, boo! So, boo. A bummer. To you, writers who killed her. <laughs> um, so, the first, so that made it my number three. Okay. My number three was season one. Um, just because I love an origin story. I really do. Any TV show that I really, really love, usually season one is going to be like in my top, just like on principle. I really like like a foundational season. Um, there were also just some great iconic episodes, storylines is where we're introduced to the chart. Um, the chart. I mean, as much as I make fun of the camp factor of that season, Laurel Holloman, like, mwah. That can't be acting. Fucking love that shit. I love it. It made the show. And I feel like it never, her acting never reached that camp level again. So I missed it in the other seasons. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, Hair. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So my second favorite season is season five. Mm -hmm. Um, And for a few reasons like one i mean it's where the show started to go off the rails but hadn't gone off completely so it's just like funny <laughs> it's fun like it's a fun season like watching adele be ridiculous mm-hmm. i'm a fan of <laughs> um fucking helena is like in prison yes okay i'm like okay like that's happening <laughs> um i loved the donasto tell storyline um me too so that was like a highlight for me of the series. It's also the other version of PT, Postasha. Hey. Um, <laughs> um, I really liked Shane and Molly. Um, the actress who's actually it's um Sybil Shepherd's daughter. Real daughter. Yeah. Clementine. And she plays her daughter on the show. Yeah. And she's so hot. So she was a highlight for me. <laughs> Yeah, she um, seems like your type. Th- hmm? She seems like your type. I know, right? Um, and so season five cruising into the top two spot because hotties. Because hotties. Um, my number two is season three because I also, on principle, love a season with deep, dark drama. That's why I prefer season two of Roswell because it's when Alex dies. Like, I love that shit, even though it's a bummer. I love what that kind of drama brings out in the other characters. You know what I mean? I just love that stuff. The show needed it's also that. where Shane left Carmen at the altar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some pivotal shit happened in that season. And that's good TV. I'll leave okay. It. But that puts I- us in a similar appreciation at the top and the bottom. And now we're at the top. <laughs> season four. Coming at ya. Yeah, man. Um, it's the introduction of the love of my life. <laughs> Tasha. It the is, other love of your life, Poppy. It is also the introduction of the other love of my life, Poppy. Poppy. It's, like the most in- it's like the most inclusive season. <laughs> it's like, I just love that it's like where their world, where their world starts to expand. And they're not just in this yeah. little like incestuous little bubble, but they like have lives like outside of their own little core group. Um, yeah. And I love, I love, I love, I even love the poker gambling storyline. That, yeah, that episode is delightful. Yeah, it's one of the favorites of the season is when they, like, start betting on shit. Yeah. Yeah. The premiere of that movie that they all go to. What else makes season four a delight? Helena being poor is hilarious. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Hyundai. 
Yeah, that's just great. I can't afford a high on die. So those are my reasons. Wow. We're in total agreement. Best season, season four. Worst, season six. Totally. What a journey. Can't believe we're here. I'm so grateful to you for going down this journey with me to watch the thing you put off for so long. Could have been forever. Like, honestly, you could have died never watching this. Like, you probably would have if we hadn't (laughs) elevated it into this podcast. Because, like, you could have died never watching. Like, you were committed to not seeing this as a series. I was pretty committed, but I'm glad that you brought it into my life. I mean, can you tell me now what is the thing that you think is equivalent? And not equivalent, you're not gonna, like it's definitely not equivalent. It's worse. It's way worse. Ooh, I'm ready it's for it. Worse. Hit me with it. Hit but me if with I it. if I were to give you like six seasons of it to watch, yeah, it still wouldn't. It's not equivalent. It's worse. What is it? If it's the same, they hate it movie. so much. No, it's worse than that. Keep South Park. Wow. <laughs> There's nothing like when I like when I sit and think about a single episode of South Park, which is a show I love, by the way, listeners. Um, there's nothing I, I'm I'm confident knowing you how as deeply as I do. I feel confident. I'm just like, there's nothing Mia will enjoy in this. Like nothing. Well, first of all, you know, I have a freakish yeah. dislike. Of yeah, I'm not going to make you do it. Adult cartoons. No, no, I honestly I'm open to it just because you went down this journey with me and I feel like I should reciprocate for sure. But number two I'll is... I'll find something like, better. Okay. I'll find something that you will actually enjoy because I know you won't enjoy this at all. Um, you don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty Maybe sure. Maybe we should just do one season and test the waters because I am, I am <laughs> do curious. one episode and test the waters. <laughs> I think that's fine. Yeah, I just... <laughs> South Park, man. Yeah. No, there's nothing about it that you will like. Nothing. Well, just maybe describe the humor and why you no, feel this way. No, I don't have to. Okay. No, I don't want to. I don't want to describe anything to you. I think maybe we will do a spe- a very special episode of Pop Junction where you okay. watch one episode of okay. South Park. Okay. Which I will select. Okay. All right. And it All will right. just be you going like this into the mic, like. <sighs> <laughs> I just can't even imagine like what you would have to say about it, if anything. Like, I think you're gonna dislike well, it that much. Here's why. I don't. I mean, I have no idea, right? You might be totally right to a T. I don't know. But it's also like definitely more in my in my like cultural zeitgeist than like The Simpsons, because like I just was not. I definitely was like unaware of this, and have continued to be. I guess like unaware of The Simpsons. Like mm-hmm. I don't really get any of it. But like South Park came out freshman year of high school. All of our friends watched it. Mm-hmm. I have more friends of reference for like. Logan was so into it. Yeah, we, she and I talked about it, it all the time. Yeah, like I just feel like I have more frames of reference for right now. He has like killed joy as you. Okay, okay. I mean, early South Park. I feel like you might enjoy. Like you might find some of the characters adorable in the early seasons. It's in like these more recent seasons where the show is, is just like a raunch fest. New content? Yeah. It's like The Simpsons. It kept yeah. going. Yeah. Oh, God. That's why I said to you, like, there's no way, like, we would know. I would have to, like, I'm not even going to make you watch a full season. It's just still airing episode. new episodes. Yeah. Like, they're still fucking writing that shit. Yeah. And wow. it's still really good. But it's, but it's definitely morphed it into every once in a while I dip into it. It's not like I've missed like many years worth of it. 
But every once in a while, I'll dip in and watch an episode. There was one episode that I... It started in 97. There is a really smart episode that I used to show in my mass media class that I will actually share with you. That might be the episode because it's really smart and I think you'll enjoy it. Hmm. Wow, I just said that. Okay. Because of the commentary that it... It's very smart. Like, the the more recent seasons are very smart, just in terms of, like, social commentary. Um, But yeah. The raunch factor is also, like, gross and, like, insane in more recent seasons. So (laughs) the the original seasons are a little more innocent. They're, like, a lot more innocent, actually. I didn't know it took place in Colorado. See, things you didn't know. (laughs) See, you know what I feel like is happening? I feel like because I know, right? I feel like I'm I'm, I'm not intentionally using reverse psychology on you. I know, like but I you think pose because as a you're so yeah, you're interpreting it as a challenge, so you're excited by that, and now you're like genuinely getting excited about watching it. Oh, I, I genuinely excited <laughs> is a stretch. I am starting to develop a curiosity. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm just more, right. I'm more, I'm just, the thing, the thing I'm like reacting to still is like, holy shit, this thing is still on the air with you episodes. I know. That is where I'm at. I know, oh they churn God. them out. Okay. All right. <sighs> next week, top 10 iconic moments from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Next week, coming at you. And like, I got to find scenes where Jeffrey's featured prominently. Obviously, because Obviously. he's so iconic. He's so iconic. All right. That'll be next a good week. Week. That'll be a good juice going into the fall. Good juice. We like good juice. Okay. Hope you enjoyed, listeners. Anything else? Toodles. Happy Virgo season, y'all. Virgo season, S-Z-N, as the hashtag goes on Instagram.